Hi, and welcome to episode five of Toilet Talk. Now, I know I promised you guys a new set, and this looks an awful lot like the old set, but without the painting in the back. Well, guess what? You're right. Uh, the new set is coming. Um, as you can see, there's no painting in the back um, because it's being moved over to the new set. So in the transition, I'm here at the old set. Um, I assume this will be the last one, but I lied to you last time. So who knows? Maybe I'm lying again. But my lies do not prevent people from emailing me at cnoenterprise at aol.com with their questions and concerns and more importantly, advice they would like. Because everyone knows I give great advice. Just fantastic. Best advice ever. So let's get to it. Let me read today's advice. Just ashing my cigar. All right. So... Someone who'd like to leave their name anonymous writes here. Dear AC, my father-in-law is his own worst enemy. While my husband and I were dating, we visited his father regularly. Since our marriage, our visits have become less frequent. This is because my husband and I both have demanding jobs and I am in school. We are busy trying to secure a stable life together. My father-in-law has taken offense to this. He insists that the real reason we don't visit is because we are angry with him and hate him. We have tried explaining that this isn't so. That he refuses to believe us. He's convinced that he has somehow deeply offended us and we are refusing to talk about it. Unfortunately, he obsesses over this every time we do visit. And I make... And it ma ugh, and makes it awkward by guilt-tripping me and my husband, begging us to tell him what he did wrong. He also tries to, this is the kicker here. He also tries to prevent us from leaving when it's time to go by distracting us with conversation, refusing to see us out the door. And sometimes, this is, this is the crazy part, and sometimes physically sitting in front of the car so we cannot drive off. That's crazy. Neither my husband nor I look forward to visits anymore because they have become such a chore. My father-in-law has issues with mental illness, which contribute to his behavior. But he refuses to get help. Worse, he has an elementary school age child who believes everything he says. The child is convinced we hate and have abandoned them because of hearing my father-in-law talk. I am frustrated and sad for the child, but my words to my father-in-law fall on deaf ears. Do you have any advice, AC? Yes. Yes, I do have some advice. Let's start from the beginning. Dear AC, my father-in-law is his own worst enemy. Unfortunately, I understand what you're saying. While my husband and I were dating, we visited his father regularly. I mean, listen, I hate to put it to you like this. Do you ever think, what can you do 
to make the visits a little more enjoyable for him? Are you hot? If you're hot, maybe you could uh, show up in a little mini skirt, parade around. I mean, listen, yes, you're his daughter-in-law, but you're not his daughter. You know what I mean? Plenty of father-in-laws end up uh, fucking their, their daughter, or at least masturbate to the idea of it. I mean, uh, maybe he'd be, you know, but then again, it might work against you because then he might not want to see you leave and he might really stand in front of the car because, you know, you're parading around in a tiny little mini skirt. So maybe don't do that. All right. Uh, since our marriage, our visits have become less frequent. Yeah. Let me ask you this. One thing you did not include. How uh, how many miles away are you? I mean, are you right down the street or are you across the country, right? This is stuff that you should have included. Fucking stupid. Include this shit. It's because my husband and I both have demanding jobs. What What's, what's your job so demanding? You don't include the important shit. What are you, fucking president? You need to include the important shit. And I'm in school. What are you in school for? I mean, listen, this stuff is important. It is important to include this. Listen, folks, when you email me, put the fucking details. We're busy trying to secure a stable life together. I understand that. My father-in-law has taken offense to this. He insists that the real reason we don't visit is because we are angry with him and hate him. Well, once again, the mini skirts could help with that. Uh, try to explain that it isn't so, but refuses to believe us. Look, the guy, he's convinced he's deeply offended us, refusing to talk about it. Yeah, The guy has, uh, obviously, some mental issues. And then you kind of put it in there later. I get that. But sounds like he's important to you. And if he's important to you, you need to see what you can do to help with those mental issues. Once again, I go back to the miniskirt idea. I think that was a... A twist of genius on my end. Unfortunately, he obsesses over this every time we do visit. and makes it awkward by guilt-tripping me and my husband, begging us to tell him what we did wrong. He also tries to prevent us from leaving. And this is the part that's a little bit crazy. When he prevents you guys from leaving with the physically sitting in front of the car so you can't drive off. Do you ever try hitting him with the car? I mean, maybe if he, if he, if he goes in front of the car, you knock him and, you know, listen. You don't kill him. You just, you know, he has to maybe just, you know, get like a cast on his leg or something. Just hit him with the car. He won't try that shit anymore. And what kind of car you're driving. What I suggest, if you have a nice car, you don't want to fuck up your car. Go get a piece of shit car, right? Every time you visit him, drive that car. That way, when you hit him, you won't fuck up. If you fuck up the car, who cares? Wrap some foam around the bumper as well so you won't hurt him as bad. And uh, you also won't uh, fuck up the car too much. He has issues with mental illness. I understand. They contribute to his behavior. Refuses to get help. Uh, he refuses to get help, but I'm sure you can just call the loony bin on him. We'll pick him up. He has an elementary school age child. Is that why you don't want to wear the mini skirt? You don't want to turn this kid on? The child is convinced we hate him and abandoned them because of hearing how he talks. Yeah. It's a tough one. I'm frustrated and sad for the child. My words fall on deaf ears. You have any advice? Yeah. You better hope my cigar didn't go out. God damn it! The cigar went out and it's your fault. You know, and now I have no advice for you. Go fuck yourself. I'm trying to help you. My cigar goes out. I'm sitting here on the toilet. And I don't have any damn uh, lighter right here. I gotta go all the way to another room to get another lighter. And it's your fault. So you know what? Go fuck yourself. 
Take your advice, shove it up your ass. Your father-in-law's right. You're a fucking cunt. I'm sorry. It's just because my cigar went out. Uh, I, I appreciate you writing to me, and I encourage anyone else who would like advice. Uh, you can write to AC Killer at uh, cnoenterprise at aol.com. Once again, that's cnoenterprise at aol.com. C as in criminal, N as in nation, O as in organization, at, no, no, cnoenterprise, like the rental car company, e-n-t-e-r-p-r-i-s-e, at aol.com. Love y'all. Looking forward to reading more of your emails. Thank you for joining us for episode five of Toilet Talk. It went a little bit shorter than usual. You can blame this bitch over here for making my cigar go out. Love y'all. Peace.